This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKradio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source. On San Geek Radio 95.1 FM 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 832- 2-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then. All right, you chipmunks, ready to sing your song? Oh, say we are. Yeah. Let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. All right, Houston, here we are. Gilbert Andrew Garcia of A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer. I have all these fancy cameras, so I've got to make sure I know which one to look at because i got three different cameras, and they all move, and it's all kinds of cool stuff. My producer's pointing at something. I don't know what he's pointing at, but that's okay. Oh, I'm at the straight camera. There you go. All right, I got it now. So we will play this song. It's attire at the end. We can cut the music. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. It'll be the last Christmas song of the year. Boy, can you believe it's already a year later, uh, although it's only like two days later, but... It's like a whole nother year. So how many times do you write a check and you like get, or something and, and you write the wrong year? Uh, I, I do that all the time. So we got to make sure we don't do that. So the chipmunks are some of my favorite. We'll go back to that song, but it's one of my favorite songs. So here we are today on a tip from Gilbert, Talk Inspiration and Prayer. You can call me, call in 832-570-8075. And we're going to really dedicate this show uh, to Pope Benedict. Now, it's just a coincidence that I have members of the Archdiocese here as we're going to talk about one of the big events that the Catholic, um, the churches do in the Catholic schools primarily on fundraising. And what an amazing thing to be doing at the same time as really Pope Benedict. And I didn't have anything respectful to wear. So I thought, well, at least I can get away with something, tip one. something Christmassy. So I have my shirt that my wife gave me. Smiling's my favorite. It's from Elf. It's the best I could do. And we will talk a little bit more about the Pope, and we'll talk a little bit more about Steps for Students. So let me introduce our guest, Michael. Michael, welcome to A Tip from Gilbert, Talk, Inspiration, and Prayer. Thank you so much, Gilbert, for having me today. And you're the development director for the Archdiocese? I'm the director of development for the Archdiocese. Wonderful. We're going to go into that. Do we have a call, or was that just a thing? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Do we have a caller there? Yes, sir. Good morning, Mr. Gilbert. How are you? Good morning. This is Gilbert Garcia of A Tip from Gilbert, Talk, Inspiration, and Prayer. What do you got for us? Well, uh, uh, Mr. Gilbert, uh, this is Officer Don Din with the Harris County, and I'd like to call into your show to say good morning and happy new year to the community, to everyone. I wish everyone a happy new year, a uh, safe and blessed new year. Officer Don, what did you do for New Year's, my friend? Well, I was out about in the southwest side of town with my officers uh, to provide um, safety, security for some other business in the southwest side of town, and uh, you know, the, still a part of the service that we're committed to to serve our community. Well, we salute you for working while all of us are having fun. That is so wonderful of y'all to take care of us and keep us safe. What about Christmas? Was Santa good to you? Uh, yes, sir. It was awesome. I was uh, I was blessed to have a day off to stay home with my children, uh, to see them open gifts, uh, you know, from the families. It was awesome. Well, Officer Don, that just means that you were nice. You remember how they say you're either naughty or nice? Well, you must have been nice, uh, which is super, super good. Well, what are your plans? What, do you have a resolution this year? What's your big resolution for 23? Well, actually, this morning I was sitting on the couch and thinking about 2023, uh, which we are in. Um, so I'm thinking what's, how to better serve our community. So I have a plan, and 
uh, and that's what I'm working on to to better serve our community. That's my three solution for 2023. That is wonderful. Mine is like you know lose weight or something like that. But no, I, <laughs> I, actually I'll, I'll, I'm going to share a little bit more in a moment about resolutions. But Officer Don, I'm going to give you um, a minute here to say whatever you'd like to Houston here on the kickoff. You are the absolute first call on a tip from Gilbert for the calendar year 2023. What do you got? Well, sir, uh, like I said, I'd like to wish everyone in Houston, all Houston community, a happy new year, a safe and blessed new year, sir. Amen. Thank you for calling in, and please call in again. Yes, sir, I sure will. So, Thank you very much. everybody, we heard Officer Don. Oh, we have uh, a Roman Martinez. Roman, are you there? Roman Martinez, are you there? Mr. Roman Martinez, can you hear me? Roman, can, can you hear me, Roman? I sure can, oh, Gilbert. wonderful. You have me and Michael. Of course, you have me, Gilbert Garcia, a tip from Gilbert, talk, inspiration, prayer. And ladies and gentlemen of, of Houston, Roman Martinez is an old friend of mine. He's a great public servant, having served in the legislature, his wife. They, they've all just been involved in making things better in Houston, and he has been involved with the Archdiocese and the Catholic Church for how long, Roman? It's got to be like years. Well, this is uh, this is my wife and I, our ninth year of being uh, chair people of uh, of the Steps for Students Race, and of course we st we started before that, just volunteering and participating in the race, and so it's been it's been a long time, but it's it's been wonderful. It has been a joy. Uh, to know that we are uh, helping the students of the Archdiocese uh, schools. Uh, our schools do so so well for our students and our parents. And um, you know, we we just we it's it's just been it's just been a, a a gift for us to be a part of this. And and I know you, Gilbert. You've been you know I, I remember seeing you at these races when when your children were. Uh, we're we're at uh, we're at, at Corpus Christi Catholic uh, School and and you participating with your wife and your kids and so you, I know that you've been a, a strong supporter, you know, of not only steps for students but of so many so many things uh, in our in our Catholic archdiocese also. I mean, you've helped uh, your personal Catholic, your personal church uh, in your neighborhood and you've heard, helped uh, the University of St. Thomas and you. You've helped the, the, the St. Thomas High School where your son attended. You've just been a, a tremendous, a tremendous leader when it comes to to helping our, our archdiocese. And at the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. And I, I do want to. I'm not sure if it was uh, announced that you you are our presenting sponsor. You and and your wife and and Garcia Hamilton are the presenting sponsors this year of Steps for Students. And so we're. We're very, very, very proud of that, and we, we, we were so grateful to you and your family for, for the, the, the enormous, enormous help that you're giving uh, to, our, to our students. Uh, you know, the, the funds that you are providing, it not only supports uh, the infrastructure of, of the race, like the hiring of the police officers and, and other things that we need for the race, but it's gonna it's going to provide funds for the tuition assistance you know so many of our kids mostly after covid and everything's happened with the economy a lot of our kids parents are, are having uh difficulties paying the tuition and you know our, our schools are all tuition based and so we want to make sure that all children who want to go to catholic school have the opportunity to go to a catholic school and you are helping us do that by, do, by being the presenting sponsor, because the majority of that money will be going to tuition assistance for those children who need who need help. So, Gilbert, I, I really want to thank you and and, and your family. Uh, Y'all have been just amazing, amazing leaders in our community. Thank you so very much. Ramon, thank you. No, I, I mean, thank you. We're going to talk about Steps for Students in a second. I do have Michael here, too, because I want people to know what that really means. Before yes. we go there, let me ask you this. What's your first memory of going to church? I mean, you know, whether it was your first memory with your children or whether it was your first memory when you were a child. What, what comes to your mind when you think of church? It, it, it was it was me and, and my family in, in Cuero, Texas. You know, I was born in Cuero. We didn't move to Houston until 
I was in, in, in the in the fourth grade. Uh, but but you know I, I just have vivid memories of going to. There were two parishes there in Cuero, St. Michael's and Our Lady Guadalupe, and of course, you know, the Hispanic folks, we went to Our Lady Guadalupe, and, and I remember it's just, uh, you know, my memory of, of, you know, being there with, with my mom and my dad. My dad was always a very, you know, one of the ushers, and I remember him always, you know, we would go early, and we'd have our, 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 our we'd sit down in the same place, and, and uh, I would be there with my mom while my dad was, was working, uh, ushering, and and, and, and helping helping the, the priest and I, I just I just have just some tremendous memories of my mom singing with her loud voice uh, all the songs in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the church but then the, the, then, then the, the, the greatest memory I have and, and, and that's why I, I participate so much with steps in the Catholic schools and our archdiocese is that my parents, even though they were the poorest, my, my dad, you know, started out as as a as a as a cotton picker there in the Quero area, and then he worked in the cotton mill. And when it closed down, that's why we had to move to Houston. Uh, but you know, even though we were very, you know, of, of, of low means, they had made a decision that they were going to send their kids, their children, to the Catholic school there in in Quero, Texas. And so my my two older a brother and sister, they went to St. Michael's Catholic School, and sure enough, I, I, I started off there at, at St. Michael's, uh, and it was it was tough for them, you know. They 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 uh, you know they they paid their tuition, and and uh, it was very rough. But they made that commitment; they wanted to give their children the best education possible. My mom and dad did not get an education; they they did not speak English. They they. They, um, you know, so for them it was very important to give us that 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 opportunity. And we came here to Houston, and we were worried about whether we were gonna, if I was gonna be able to continue that because of, you know, the circumstances that brought us to Houston. But luckily, with you know, with the the, the Holy Spirit and, and God always being on our side, you know, I was I was I had an uncle who was a deacon at St. Joseph, and he got me in touch with. At that time, he was Father Flores, who later became Archbishop Flores in San Antonio. And him and a, a, a used to be Sister Swilly, now Captain Swilly, they helped me get one of these scholarships to go to St. Teresa's over there in Memorial Park. And, and I continued my Catholic education at St. Teresa's. And, and then from there, went on to straight Jesuit with a, with a scholarship. That, but would not have been able to do none of that, would not have been able to get the education that, that I was able to get. If it would not have been for tuition assistance and 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 the way that the schools are able to help uh, children who need that help, so yeah, so my memories of, of Catholic being growing up Catholic are are very very vivid. My parents were very you know very strong in their religion their entire life, and and uh, I'm just blessed for that. Amen. You know, I have many uh, memories of my. Uh going to church when I was little and young and those things. But I think the fondest memories I have is when my children were born and we always had to go to the cry room because, you know, my, my kids were, were touching each other and then they'd say, don't touch me, don't touch me. And they would just right. poke at each other. And I remember right. we're like, oh, we better go to the cry room because someone's going to be crying. And, and so, you know, for those of you, um, you know, who are not Catholic, most Catholic church, we have a cry room and that's where you go when the kids are crying so people could still worship. And uh, so I, I just vividly remember the cry room. And I vividly remember when I was at Yale, uh, you know, going to our, our Catholic church there. And it was a very modern Catholic church just because it was all students. And it was such a um, stabilizing force for me. My oldest son went to public school. So when people send their children to Catholic school, it doesn't mean we don't support public school. We want strong public schools. What it means, though, is we just want to have a faith base type education for our children and it's been very it's been very good for my three kids so i want to make Absolutely. sure when, when people out there they realize it, we want and need strong public schools but we have a choice no. we respect the old separation of church and state but we have a choice and we want to have a strong faith-based grounding and that's why we send our kids to Catholic schools, and it's been Absolutely. very and Ramon, it's been very good for my kids, uh, and yep. and sometimes we're around the dinner table, and you know you want to know things, and 
they know these, you know, sort of religious history. They know all of that. And it's beautiful for them to start telling me about the history of this or that. Or um, I just think it's a really, really wonderful thing. Roman, let's go back to, and I don't mean to uh, keep you so long. I know we have a couple of other callers on, and I haven't even talked to our guests yet. But let me just ask you, um, Steps for Students, just run us through what that is. Steps for Students, um, and you can get a lot of information at our website at Steps the number four students.org. It is, a, it is a, it is now turned into the largest event for the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston, and I'm so very proud of that. And it started out years ago. I think now we are in our um, 11th year, I believe. Michael will be able to tell you exactly the year that we're in. Michael, what, uh, what year is it, Michael? Go ahead, tell us. It's the 18th year. 18th year. 18th. Can you 18th believe that? Year. It's 18th year. It started out as a small little race. Um, I, I remember a couple of years we did it around the Heights uh, Boulevard, and then we did it over at University of Houston. They were so nice to let us use uh, their facilities over at University of Houston. But then uh, then I, I became uh, working, uh, me and Deanna started working with Michael and others at the diocese, and I thought, you know, it'd be wonderful if we just brought it home to the, art, to the cathedral. And... You know, a lot of people don't get to come to the cathedral and see how beautiful our, our downtown cathedral is. So I said, we should have the race around the cathedral. And so now for many years, we've been having it around the cathedral. And it's just, you know, it's it's a way for, for the whole diocese to come in, participate, and help our Catholic schools. And so and just real quick, is it a walkathon? Just let, let our listeners know no, that because they actually, don't know. It's actually an official 5K race. Ah. Sanction race, you know. So we've got we get runners who are who are professionals who can run in this because they get sanctioned uh, for other races. It's a timed race. We it's all completely official, you know. So, but what it is, it's an infrastructure system set up in order to help all the schools that want to participate to come in and participate in this. And we we do all the infrastructure. We provide websites, Facebook, whatever. And, and all the T-shirts and everything that comes with it, all the materials that come with it, give this all to the schools. And so then the schools use it as a fundraiser tool. They get the school, the students involved in it. All the, all the registration monies that the schools raise by registering people for the race, that's kept by the schools. And so so the students are, are, are told or asked by the, the, the principals and teachers to get involved, get their parents and grandparents and friends and they register people, and the more they register, the more funds they're able to collect. Well, let me ask you, how much does it raise every year, roughly? Well, uh, uh, and Michael uh, may be, have yeah, that but answer, we, but you yeah, go ahead. Last year, last year, I think we raised uh, close to, very close to a million dollars, and uh, the last um, he can give you, but we we've raised, we have been able to raise for several years over a million dollars in this race, and sometimes it goes below that. But we, we, we feel very, very excited, I think, in, uh, in, in 2023, here on February 11th, which will be our next race, I think we'll be able to, to, to meet that mark. And we have to because uh, the need is just, it's gotten even, even greater and greater out there because of COVID, because of the economy. And so we've, we've got to be able to give these kids the tuition assistance. So it's a great, and then so the, the, so the schools, Gilbert, collect all this money, uh, from the registrations or from sponsors, and then uh, and then and then they they're able to utilize that money in order to assist themselves in whatever way they they feel necessary. If they want to give more scholarships to um, additional students, if they want to give pay raises to their teachers, if they want to buy black uh, these smart boards, if they want right. to do a library. Some schools have done courtyards. Some schools have done uh, you know athletic uh, improvements. I mean, it's whatever the schools can want to do. And some schools, they take great opportunity advantage of this. And, you know, we've got schools that will raise $50,000 or more with this race. That is so great. Uh, you know, I probably thought it was a walkathon because whenever I did it, I would walk. So I have a feeling well, that's, it why, is. that's why you I thought it was walk. a walkathon. You Actually, can walk. My if, you don't wanna, if, my, you, if you don't want to participate in the 5K run, there's several things. I've never run in it. I always walk. If I, <laughs> if I, I'm, I'm a walker. And so I'll walk, I'll walk, I'll walk it. And that's the beauty of yeah. it. There's families. There's tons of families from the schools that get involved in this. The kids, 
the kids love and they're excited about this race and they come to participate. So you'll see kids in it. You'll see people in their strollers walk in. And we have a snooze also where people can participate and help out and, and contribute. And they snooze from home. Or what I want is I want people to come and just join us that day. We've got a what we call a Catholic village where we have beforehand all the schools put up tents and and they come in and they do pancakes or tacos or you know uh, coffee and you know it's just a, a fun way to to come in and, and have a, a, a great thing and people can cheer on their 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 students or cheer on their school or their church I mean, Ramon, i'm ready i'm ready Ramon, i'm ready to go what day what day is that again michael what day is it again sure saturday february 11th february 11th you know you don't hear tacos and pancakes in the same uh sentence all the time so uh, but but I, but i just heard it then Ramon, you know i um i would do it with my daughter and and that yes. was my excuse to walk it because you know she was little and you know yes. her legs you know 5k would be like and normal legs for an adult would be like you know a, a two marathons or something because yes. she was so little uh, we well, have a 1k too uh, <laughs> a 1k that's for yes. me uh no that is super cool well ramon i'm going to give you the last word because i know you're out celebrating the new year with your family and i really really appreciate you calling in i'm going to give michael a lot of time here to talk about okay. it okay uh, all right what do you want to well, say to I houston just- I just want to tell everyone in the city of Houston uh, that I hope they they had a, a wonderful Christmas season, and I I wish them a very very happy New Year. I really think 2023 is going to be a wonderful year. I know that a lot of people have gone through, you know, since 2020, it's been very difficult, but Houston is a very resilient, a, a, a beautiful, wonderful city. So many wonderful people, and I wish them all a very very happy New Year, very blessed year. I hope 2023 is, is is very safe and healthy and prosperous, and 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 Gilbert, I just I just again just from the bottom of my heart, you know I you know every time someone reaches out to you like I did for this race, you you you've always you're just such an amazing person, uh, such a strong leader here in our city, such a you know what you've done with your business and and your personal and 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 uh, life is just. You know, it's just you know, you're 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 a hero to our community, and 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 and, and bless you. God bless you, uh, Gilbert. God bless the whole city, the whole city of Houston. Uh, love you. Thank y'all so very much. We'll see y'all February 11th at the cathedral. We have a sunrise mass before the race. Y'all can come to the mass, so y'all can come in and just see the beautiful, beautiful joy that everybody has at that race. Come join us. Roman, that's Roman Martinez. Thank you so much for calling in, Roman. And you and your family, your children, and uh, your lovely wife, Diana, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful New Year's here. So, Thank ladies you, and gentlemen, Robert. that's Roman Martinez, really a gentleman in, in the city of Houston, actually in Texas, a former state rep, and he always, always looked out for people. So, Roman, thank you for being there. I know we have another caller there. I saw two more. Is there a Danielle? Danielle. Hello. What do you Hello. got for, for me? A tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer. Well, first, Gilbert, Happy New Year. This is Danielle Keys Best calling in to wish you a happy 2023. Um, These have been very trying times across our nation. So just spreading a little love and a little good cheer your way. Well, Danielle, Um, I appreciate that. Let me ask you something. What's your resolution this year? My resolution is to stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Ah, I love that. I love that. I'm going to stay ready not to be. That should be like, is that like a Boy Scout theme or no, that's be prepared. Sounds like the same thing. Stay ready so you don't have to be ready. Same thing. Because I feel it. I feel you. Well, let me ask you this. How was your Christmas? It was great. You know, um, it's really about my nieces and my godson and all the kids you know, it seems like adults, we just do money exchange. Yeah. But it was very good. Um, we ate very well. So, of course, I will be uh, detoxing. Ah, I understand <laughs> not, that. Oh, I, to I, shed I, the holiday pounds. Yeah, I, I, my diet goes on a break during the holidays. Uh, Mine too. I, I know it shouldn't, but and then all of a sudden the break ends and I've got like double the work somehow. Well, that is so wonderful. Well, let me ask you, was Santa good to you and, and, and your family there? He was great. Santa was great. Um, 
You know, he didn't get me all the things on my list, but I'm grateful just to be here. <laughs> you know what? Though? But I heard you had a pretty long list. But that. But, oh yes. Uh, but you know, we all have long lists, don't we? Uh, exactly. But Daniel, you're always such a joy when you call in. What do you want to say to Houston here? I'm going to give you the last word to anyone in Houston about anything about 2023, about your family, or anything else. Well, in 2023, I want to share that I am running for Houston City Council at large number two. At large and number we two. Are going, yes, and we're going to go big and we're going to get better with the best candidates. Go big So and big get in our collaborations. Yes, big in our collaborations. Better in our communities with the best candidates. Now, let me ask Danielle you. I, I don't mean to, I'm not, if I say anything that's putting you on the spot, I apologize. Is that, oh, an, go ahead. Is that an open seat or no? It is an open seat. Okay. So you have quite a few open seats on council this year. And, and, um, and number you, two. When you run, you can choose, I want to run for that spot or that spot? Correct. I see. I Correct. see. Very interesting. Who's the incumbent there? The incumbent in that seat is council member David Robinson. Oh, I know David real well. Um, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, he, he did good work. Well, very good. Well, have you already announced and all that kind of stuff? I have. I announced right before the holidays. Um, to share a little holiday joy and cheer. And so I'm excited to get 2023 up and running and on the campaign trail. Well, we so appreciate you calling in, and I hope you give us an update on that campaign trail sometime in the future. Always, always. And thank you so much, Gilbert, for having me this morning. You're welcome. You're always a pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's Danielle, of course, candidate for city council in the great city of Houston. We have another speaker, another, not speaker, another caller. Don't worry, Michael, I promise you're going to be part of this show. A but, tip one. But, uh, we have a uh, Pastor Montes. Pastor, are you there? I am here. Happy New Year, Gilbert. Pastor, it is so nice of you to call. And, you know, I was thinking about you. Because you always are just such a, um, I don't know the right word, but you just have this aura of holiness about you. You're just, you know what I mean? You know, you're just such a good human being. And it, you know how people that are good, they just have this aura around them. And that's really you. And so I'm so uh, grateful that you would call in. And if you don't mind, you know, why don't you, if you don't mind, would you say a prayer for us? Number one. Let's say a prayer for Pope Benedict, who passed recently. And, of course, um, it was very interesting. We'll talk more about it, that we had a pope mm -hmm. that resigned from being pope and then a new pope, which that hasn't been the case in 600 years is what I'm told. Correct. But, but, but also, if you wouldn't mind, um, just say a prayer for Houston, that we get through sort of all these issues that have been plaguing us, whether it's COVID you know, I, I know COVID seems to be percolating again. Um, if you wouldn't mind saying us a prayer and just to give us all a good launch into 2023, I would be so grateful to you. Absolutely. With, I will do it with, with all my pleasure. <clears throat> I want to read a scripture because, you know, um, as we face this new year, we started this new year and, you know, we can face it with uncertainty and with fear or we can face it with trust and faith and i think that fear and faith can't be uh, together you know it's either one or the other and and i we choose i choose as a believer and we all choose to to trust god and to enter this new year with faith and and expectancy of great things to happen in spite of everything that's going on around us and so there's a scripture in psalm 31 that says when david says but as for me i trust confidently in you and your greatness O lord and I said, you are my God. My times are in your hands. You know, as, as we hear the news about Pope Benedict and, and, and so many other people that maybe well-known people or not known well, maybe the loved ones that have passed on and all that, we, we have to be conscious and mindful that our times, my life, your life is in God's hands. You know, we make plans, but really... God is the one that directs our steps. That's what the Bible says. So we have great plans. Everybody makes plans for the new year, but ultimately our life is in his hands. And all he's asking for us to do is just trust him. Trust him that he has always got our back. He always has the best interest in mind for us. And I want to say a prayer for you that are inspiring so many people through your radio program that God will just continue to give you that, that grace. You have that 
you have that grace to just liven up the atmosphere <laughs> and get people excited and enthused about life and about you know all these things. So I, I just want to pray that God will give you strength and 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 give you that continue to give you that grace. And let's pray for all the people that are hurting right now, people that are hurting for the loss of of Pope Benedict and and people that they look up to and they respect and honor in such a great way and pray for our city as people are maybe facing new challenges, uh, you know, with, like you mentioned with COVID or new strains of COVID or whatever the challenges might be. So let us go to the Lord in prayer at this time. Heavenly father, we come to you knowing that you are the, I am the great, I am the everlasting eternal God that is present, not just in our past, but in, this moment and in our future, because with you, there is no limitations. You are eternal. There is no time and space that limits you. So you are present in every time, any time of our lives. And we just we just don't know about the future, but we know you and you have the future in your hands. So we're just going to trust you right now and we're going to put ourselves in your hands. I am placing uh, Gilbert in your hands, this, this, this radio program that's that's like a ministry to the city of encouraging, inspiring people. All those people that are collaborate, corroborating in, in, in a, some form or fashion to, to encourage and to motivate and inspire the city of Houston. I pray for those that are hurting right now and the loss of the Pope Benedict and, and other loved ones that have maybe gone on. There's a time of suffering for so many people, people that are hurting with uh, lacking the basic necessities of life. We just ask that you continue to be our provider, our protector, our defender, our shelter in difficult times. And we just put the future in your hands and this month and this year, 2023, we put everything in your hands, our plans, our projects, our goals. We just, we just put it all in your hands because we know that ultimately you are the one that is in control and you will direct our steps and you will guide us into doing what is right, what is correct. And we pray for our leaders in city government and the county and state and nation that you would guide them and give them wisdom as we enter this new year. And we're just we're just laying it all out. We're just putting it all in your hands right now. We're just trusting you. You are the captain of the ship, and we're just on board, and we're just trusting and believing you for great things in 2023. We pray this in the name of our, of your dear son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Pastor Montes, I know you can't see me right now, but I am hugging you on the on cyberspace. I really <laughs> hey, mean, I'm receive a hug from me too, brother. <laughs> I really mean it, and I look forward to seeing you and visiting your church, and I really mean it. You've been a real rock to me and to so many. So Pastor oh, Montes, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for calling in, and and I hope you call in again, sir. All righty. God bless you. Yes, Take sir. Care. Yes, sir. We're going to go to our next call, but you know, I can I can admit that uh, what, what, to hear Pastor Montes' words about God's in control, uh, there was a time when I think I was young and arrogant and all those things, and maybe not spiritual as I am today. And you know, I thought I was in control, and boy, was I wrong. And now I just sort of, every day I wake up and I just say, Lord, just guide me. Um, and somehow my life is much more fulfilling. Uh, and so it's, I, I totally resonate with what he just said about God being in control. So I thank him for that. We have a Teresa Brewer on the line. Miss Brewer, is that you? Yes. Oh, my great. God. How you doing I, this great Monday morning? Well, you know, now that I hear your voice, I'm doing great. And I want to make sure <laughs> everyone knows that Miss Brewer, first of all, she's such a class act. She's the head of the Black Heritage Society. And, of course, they do the original MLK parade. And I'm going to give her time to talk all about it. But I want to say for everyone, it's going to be, of course, January 16th. And the actual parade, if I'm not mistaken, is at 10 o'clock. Is that right, Miss Brewer? That is correct. But, but but here's the thing. It's not just a parade. There's all kinds of things and activities and this and that. And it's really all day. And it's right there on 900 Smith Street. And if I'm not mistaken, we have sort of our co-grand marshals and then the main grand marshal. And if I'm not mistaken, the main grand marshal is Mayor Turner. That is wonderful. You're absolutely on point. Thank you. Thank you. 
<laughs> and then, of course, your co-grand marshals are Reverend Dr. Derek King, who's the nephew of Dr. King, Martin Luther King. And then the co one of the co-grand marshals, Dr. Camille Cash. And then there's a tribute to the late John Bland. And I just yeah. want to say my own thing about John Bland because I was chairman at Metro for six years. And John Bland was, at the time, really head of the National Union and the leader. Uh, and then there was another sort of local leader which was Horace Mars, and that's, of course, the transport workers, and they represent the bus drivers and the mechanics. And John Bland was such a strong leader, and we would not have had the success that we had during my tenure as chairman had it not been for John Bland. And I could say that point blank. John Bland was phenomenal. Absolutely, and Metro was phenomenal, especially during the time when we had to... Uh, uh, develop the um, let's see location over there at the McGregor Park for the statue. So we are, and as well as the Tree of Life being moved, and that was the time uh, Mr. Ovite Duncan Tell Jr. changed himself to the tree. So all of that is great and phenomenal history. And here we are at the 45th original Martin Luther King Parade and Festival, which is going to be downtown Houston, like you said. Uh, 10 o'clock a.m., the parade does kick off, and uh, we look forward to having the public. It is open to the public, and we want you all to join us and continue to come out in a great way. We, we will be having other events, like you said. We're going to be having a gala, and we're encouraging people to go to our website to get more information on the Black Heritage Society Gala, which is going to be January the 14th. As well as this year, we are having a concert. So that's kind of new for us. But the Black Heritage Society will be having the Martin Luther King Gospel Fest con and concert, which is going to be at Greenhouse International. So please visit our website at www.blackheritagesociety.com dot net for more information boy i just heard all kinds of events and you know what all i heard was fun and really reflection and that's just a a beautiful thing and uh miss brew I, I you gave me the incredible honor of being one of the co-grand marshals last year and i couldn't be more thrilled about one of the legacies that i'm most proud of at metro of course is it was under my uh, leadership as chairman of Metro when we got the statue and moved the tree and of course nothing happens without Sheila and I, I'm going to say Sheila <laughs> lovingly uh, of course she's Congresswoman <laughs> Lee but when you do as much as she does you become known by like one word like Cher or Madonna well there's Sheila and I think there's five of her she's everywhere and she really was the catalyst to make sure we use some of those funds to honor him. And so what a great, great thing. Well, let me ask you this. I'm going to give you the last word. How's it been already this year? Are you got any great resolutions you want to share? Well, uh, we just want to continue to promote our theme, and that is climbing the mountain to a better future. With Mayor Sylvester Turner, we've talked about unity, and we want to continue to let, and even with Dr. Martin Luther King, that was one of his principles, that we all work together. So let's continue in that vein, climbing the mountain to a better future. Houston, we just want to give a shout out to this great city of Houston, and let us come together on January the 16th. 2023 look forward to seeing you there miss brewer i'm about to like get out of my chair and go climb that mountain so i <laughs> I, I appreciate you uh thank you for calling in and i'm gonna be at, you know again next week i'll probably play some of those wonderful clips that i've done before about dr king and his speeches and you know what they still give me chills all right miss Teresa brewer thank you for calling in i do want to uh talk to our guest because, you know, he came all the way out here. And so what's it like being, you know, part of the whole Archdiocese? How many people outside of the schools, when you look at the Archdiocese, how many people work there? Oh, gosh. Uh, if you're talking about just the, the main buildings, a little over yeah. 200. But then you're talking about all 154 parishes. Oh, there are so 154 there, parishes? There's, there's a lot of parishes across Holy 10 counties. Cow. So the Archdiocese, Archdiocese is 10 counties large and in the southeast Texas. And it is, uh, it, it is wonderfully diverse. 
And again, 1.7 million Catholics uh, are is the number for for our in area. our area. Yes, that's unbelievable. That is that is growing. such a big it's number. Growing. So you know, one of the things that many areas of the uh, of the country are are shrinking. The Catholic populations are shrinking. They're closing mm -hmm. uh, parishes. They're closing schools. That's not the case with our archdiocese. We're growing. We could we could we could open more parishes uh, if we had the priests. We had the resources to do so. But uh, it, is a, it is a growing and a thriving faith in our local community, which is fantastic. So you ask me, how is it for me? It's, it's wonderful to be able to work for something I believe in totally and an ability to bring forth a connection to somebody. If you believe in it and you want to uh, make a difference in it, each person does that. Now, what do you think is some of the reasons why we don't have enough priests? Is it just that the vocation is that difficult? Is it, you know, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything, but at the end of the day, um, you know, you hear that. Um, and our priests are an aging group. Um, what can we do? How do we get young people to understand uh, and, uh, you know, what God calls them to, to you know, take that leap? Well, think about it. Um, I, I'm not the vocations director at all, but, so I'm going to speak from my heart. We don't take the time to listen, mm. and, and that is, you just made the comment, you're listening to God's call in your life, whatever it might be, whether my vocation, I'm, I'm a married person, so my vocation, yep. I chose uh, to answer the call to become a husband. So this, we have to listen, take the time to hear God's call in our life, and then move with purpose. How are we going to be of service to ourselves and to others? Well, to, to others, in this case, a priest is giving their life to the service of God in the church. That's right. So, uh, you know, how often do we in our local, in our, in our society today, commit to something for a lifelong? Oh my and God, so, I mean, I can't even imagine that yeah, commitment. So, it, it, the interesting thing about uh, the priests, like pastors and like other sort of, you know, rabbi, men, uh, people of the cloth, is um, they're much more than just telling service. They really are the anchor in the whole community. When people have something, you know, hurting, they're hurting, you know, they turn to the church, they turn to the people of the cloth, and um, I think that's really the main role that goes unsaid. People think that, oh, well, you know, they do the Eucharist and they say Mass, but it's much more than that. Well, I mean, uh, again, you're, you're, you're giving your life to a community, and in and, and our church, of course, it is the sacraments, uh, the priests are, are responsible for that, but they also uh, are there to bring people forward. They're the shepherds of mm -hmm. their parish, etc. to bring people closer to God, to get them to heaven, you know, to, to be that, uh, that beacon to, to, that provides that light of Christ to yep. everyone. What's interesting is I just uh, Googled Vatican City, which of course is the, I guess the city, it's a city-state. Most people don't realize it's an independent city-state. So it's its own country. And it became independent from Italy in 1929. That's when the Vatican became, you know, sort of the Vatican. And it's very, very interesting because it is the smallest state in the world, both by area and population. According to Wikipedia, the 2019 population was 453. Isn't that interesting? And I have been there, and it's such an incredible place. And you just feel so so much history as you sort of walk around and see the grounds. It's really, really extraordinary. Have you been to the Vatican? I have not. Oh, my. Well, it's it's incredible. Just incredible. Well, what got you to be working with the uh, Archdiocese? Well, I'll, I'll be... Uh, How many years have you been doing that now? I've been doing 14 years. 14 years. Uh, so before that, I worked for Catholic Charities for six years. Okay, so you've and really so, been... You know, and before that? Uh, I was working for the Children's Museum of Houston for, for 14 Come years. Come on, you did not years. work for the Children's oh, Museum of yeah. Houston. Yeah, I took it from a very small space off of Allen Parkway. was there as we grew up to the local place. Uh, you know, I'm on the board. There. You are fantastic. And I do a lot of things for them. That's right. Yeah, wonderful. I love it because you know, I've, I've had four children go through that. But you've been involved with sort of the Catholic effort... For now, 20 years. For 20 years. That's exactly right. And you know what? You're talking about what made me make that jump. I'll tell you, Holy Spirit did. Someone, was my former co-worker, made a call at 2 a.m. saying, your name popped in my head, and you need to come talk to Anna Babin, was the president of, of Catholic Charities at that time, and learn more about a job. Wow. And so I answered that call, and next thing I know, I was working for... Uh, Catholic Charities. And Isn't that incredible? There, it is. When you open yourself up to, to that, you can be uh, amazing things happen. That is incredible. Hold that thought because I want to talk more and while you're thinking through, I want to talk more about the whole event. 
you know, like how much do we raise, how many people are going to be participating, all those things. But we have another caller. Hold up that sign there, producer. We have a Connie Falcon. Connie, are you there? Hi, Gilbert. How are you? I'm well. You're you're talking to me, Gilbert Garcia. Talk, inspiration, and prayer. What do you got for us? And me, Michael, or anybody else on this show, my producers, anything else? Well, I wanted to ask Michael specifically, um, since he is the head of the Archdiocese, uh, uh, Director of Development, um, I wanted to ask him, what are um, the Archdiocese plans to inspire faith in the new year? That's a great one, because, you know, in these challenging times of COVID, of all the things we read in the paper, you look at Ukraine, I mean, it's, it's somehow, Connie, it's easy to question your faith or even lose faith and just give mm -hmm. up, you know? And so I really think that's probably the question of the day. Um, Michael, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Wow. I, I, and that's what faith really is, it, it not is. giving up somehow. Well, you know what? Uh, hope is one of our graces, right? Uh, and, and faith is one of the doorways through hope. Uh, and so for, for uh, you, you asked what the, the, the diocese is going to do, I, I'd say that uh, each of us is called uh, to our personal faith, and and our and and we're going to have uh, activities and, and uh, masses that will uh, allow you to connect and worship your your uh, worship God and worship uh, for together. Call us to community. Uh, call us to uh, activities which connect us to our our, our God, our faith. Uh, so those are things on on a on a daily basis. Uh, you could go, like I mentioned, 154 parishes across the archdiocese. You go to any one of them, uh, and again, participate, come together in worship and in prayer, and uh, and and that is an opportunity to connect to and and shine through. Our our God is a God of of hope and faith, right? I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. hope, hope, and that is that is really an opportunity to make it through and be an anchor in any situation. Uh, so no, in the darkest of times, you, there is always a light. And that's, that's what uh, you have in, in any of our churches. You know, I can't help it, Connie, but when, when Michael was talking, your question, the song popped in my head from, um, uh, from Sound of Music. When the dog bites, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my favorite things, and then I don't feel so bad. Maybe that's really a song about faith. You know that really, when the, when she just the, Julie Andrew, when she just reflects on on God and and the inspiration that God brings to her, maybe that's really what it's all about. Uh, have you ever Gilbert, thought of that? I, song? I actually never put those two together. I, I never did either. It just happened right that's here. Um, no, no, I, I never put it. Just like you know, pancakes and tacos, they, they right. just don't go together. But yes, they do. Um, and so, Connie, I think that's a great question. Let me ask you this, Connie. What about you? What what keeps you? What sustains you when you have oh. those challenging moments, which we all have in life? Well, definitely, definitely my faith, my fasting, um, just having a solid, you know, foundation and my beliefs and my morals and my convictions. Um, they they help me, you know, every day. Um, I always... I always like to start the day with the with prayer because I feel like that's like my armor from God and like that protects me. That's a good one. The arm, yeah. my armor from of God. Well, let me, well Con, did, did you go to Catholic school? I did not. I did not. But I did grow up very because um, my mom is like very devout Catholic and and I have you know I I, I try to be devout Catholic. I, I could be better on a lot of things, but I, we do go to church and I've um, raised my kids Catholic and you know they've gone um, and done all the sacraments and everything so um you know we we i am a devout catholic and i and i try to live my life accordingly of course you know not perfect i <laughs> felt a lot but boy are, we, we, none of us are <laughs> so don't worry um you know this i don't know why this popped in my head i remember when i was little and you know i would wait in line for confession and if someone was in there a long time and they'd come out i'd say oh my god that's a sinner you know i mean <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, kids, you think those things. You're like, oh, my God. And for those of you who aren't Catholic, because I'm not sure other religions have um, um, confession. I, I don't quite know. I'm, I have to look that one up. But confession is where you are there with a priest, and normally you don't see him, although, you know, the priest knows you. Um, and Because, you know, he knows everybody in the in the church. And you go through your sins and so forth. And and then, of course, he t gives you your, your penance and so forth. So um, it's always something that's nerve-wracking. 
and maybe it's meant to be, to acknowledge your sins to another human being, to talk about it openly, it, it's really nerve-wracking, isn't it, Connie? Oh, yeah. It's like bearing your soul. It's just like, oh, my God, you know? But also, it's 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 very much a big relief. Like, it's yes. like you have, a, like, a ton of brick taken off of you. Like, I don't know. It's To me, it is uh, definitely cleansing and just, I don't know. I, I feel new again, you know? I think that's right. When I, Of course, when I was young and, you know, immature and all those things I mentioned before, I remember, you know, in my mind when I went into confessional, I would think to myself, just give me the maximum, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm a mere mortal and I've done sense. Just, just give me the maximum. But, no, I understand these things now. Connie, thank you for calling a tip from Gilbert Talk Inspiration Prayer, and I hope you call in again. Thank you, Gilbert. God bless you. Yes, you too. So, Michael, let me ask you this. Let's go through it. So, Steps for Students, um, it's really one of the main fundraisers for the, for the schools. Does the money raised by the students go to the school of the students? So, or does so, it somehow go into the archdiocese and then it's divvied out? No, no. Uh, th this is, as, as Ramon mentioned earlier, we are creating a framework for every school to fundraise for themselves. I see. So this is an opportunity. If you raise uh, funds at Saint, uh, Corpus Christi, those funds go to Corpus Christi and to fund the things for Corpus Christi. Now, uh, the underwriting for the event itself helps us put on the race. But as Roman mentioned, it also funds tuition assistance. Mm -hmm. What we have after uh, paying for the race does that. But registrations and uh, and also fundraising at the, at the school level goes back to the school. How many young people, or not necessarily young people, all people, how many people will participate, you think? Well, our goal is to get over 10,000 people again this year. God, that uh, sounds so like so many. It is a what huge, an operation. We're one of the largest uh, 5Ks in, in Houston. We're, we're blessed to have... A great response from the uh, the local community in support of Catholic education, but this is as 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 Roman mentioned, this is one of the largest events in our diocese, calling people together, and in this case, it is supporting Catholic schools. How wonderful! I've I've done it several times. I was the mascot at the at the church village where you are there afterwards with all the revelry and, and camaraderie um i was uh, both the cult i dressed up as a, as a horse and uh with my kids and everything else i i think it's a wonderful thing who came up with the idea oh my god anybody gosh. remember well i'll tell you what it, uh, first race was in 2006 mm -hmm. and uh, uh one of my predecessors uh hank emery was um, working for the archdiocese and had worked on another race and he worked at that time uh with the Catholic school community uh, and uh, the uh, uh, the chancellor at that time to create this opportunity uh, for our Catholic schools. So it's his so, idea, and he took it from some other thing. He said, "Well, why don't we do it for Catholic schools?" I, I believe he was working with Run for the Rose, uh, which is a, a yeah. uh, one in the medical center. How and, wonderful! Uh, what a gentleman he is. Is he with us, or is he? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so so he. Do we celebrate he him or anything? Well. Uh, one of the people we do celebrate uh, in this is actually uh, one of our former principals uh, who joined the race in that first uh, those first years, mm -hmm. and uh, David Geit uh, is someone who who passed away uh, right before the second race, and so we have a David Geit Spirit Award that is awarded to the school that shows that that spirit of the race and builds their entire community around coming out and supporting this. And so we make that award every single year. And even members of his family has come down from uh, uh, Maryland wow. uh, to join us uh, just to celebrate uh, him. Wow. And does the Cardinal get involved? Is Almost it? definitely. So, so it's on his calendar. And so Cardinal will be there. Uh, Bishop Itolo, uh will also be there. Um, at least I believe it's on his calendar. Uh, and uh, participate, welcome families, welcome individuals that are there. And uh, it's amazing when you see the start. I'm going to show you something no one else can see because oh, this is radio. See. But uh, this is what oh you see. Oh, my God. Can we uh, zoom in there, uh, Mr. Producer? Look at all those people. So as I... Can, as you, can, you, can you zoom? Yes. We're going to zoom into that because you know what? You're looking at 10,000 people celebrating together that's right we're we come together and it's a family event there is a 5k it, there is a timed 5k an untimed 5k a family fun walk and run uh and then as okay let's go, let's go. Yeah, oh uh, come back a little bit uh, yeah a little foggy so it says here steps for students and you can see the picture of everybody lined up all around the cathedral wow that's pretty incredible uh hold on let's zoom in there it's a little blurry if you can uh keep going keep going keep going keep going there we go wow 
what a deal. You can go to steps, the number four students.org and see uh, a little video about uh, previous races as well as get some images and things about the celebration during this day. We start with a, a sunrise mass, as Roman mentioned, and then follow that up with some awards. Uh, we present uh, the principal, uh, I guess the presence award for the high school that has the greatest participation of uh, participation. We do have a that I'll call it a tailgating area, which is our Catholic school village wow. yeah, uh, yeah, as yeah. well, pre and post race, uh, and then it's just an opportunity. We bring community leaders. We've had partners across, uh, like the Astros and other uh, sports teams that have come out and joined us on that day as well. Uh, Toro is is typically one of the mascots oh, that great. kick off uh, the race, and you were part of that as a as a mascot. So school mascots yep. come as well and help us warm up and get ready for the run. Again, it's a family fun opportunity to support something that you believe in so what are we at now in fundraising do you know uh right now uh we have ninety-seven thousand uh raised in donations to schools uh we are about one hundred twenty-six thousand in underwriting to put on the race itself uh we as roman mentioned we are looking towards raising a total of a million dollars that comes from registration fees mm -hmm fundraising and underwriting we got a lot more together. we got more work to do we do let's and go it, it always kicks off right at the start of the year uh so we've we've already got 4200 people registered for this race so wow. we are we are almost halfway to our goal of 10,000. and if you in the radio audience uh want to join us you can help us get to that number and you don't have to be a Catholic. Absolutely this is not. Just, this is just fun. And, right. and how much does it cost if you want to enter to be a runner? If you want to be a runner, it is one of the cheapest, or, or I would say cheapest, least expensive races that you can ever participate in. Uh, so right now, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to look That's at okay. this. No, no, but look I, at it. Look I, at but, it. But, but I believe it, we're, we're you at, look at 17. Right, uh, you look at it right now while we go to another caller. You look at it. We have another caller. Who, who's our, ah, Mr. Ivan Sanchez, man with the plan. <laughs> I see you at the top. Mr. Gilbert. That's, uh, dude, good, morning, how, my, uh, good morning, my friend. Ivan, what is what is going on with you? I know a lot's going on with you. First and foremost, have you made a New Year's resolution yet? I sure did. Tell us. Share it with all of Houston. Well, well um, basically just last week, late last week, uh, coming into the New Year's, I basically announced that I'm actually – Running for Houston City Council. Woo! Uh, and what? And, and are, are you doing? What district are you running for? Or I forgot where you live. So this is District J in the Southwest. It's um, Sharpstown, Gulfton, Brayburn area, Gilbert. And how how diverse is that area? Would you say? Well, um, our uh, the map is showing that it is. You know how we say that Houston is the most diverse city in the country. And Southwest is the most diverse part of the city of Houston. So you can just imagine the massive diversity in the Southwest area. Basically, here at the campaign, though, we have a couple of priorities. And I would love to share some with the group and yourself for this Saturday as I'm having my campaign announcement. Oh, where is uh, it? Give us those details. Yes, sir. So it's this Saturday at 2 p.m. at the Post Oak Ice House, which is 5610 at 2 p.m. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're building a Houston that works for everyone. Post Oak Ice House at Post Oak Ice House. 2 p.m. That's the 2 PM. news where Ivan Sanchez officially announces for city council. Did I get it right? Yes, sir. Yep. This Saturday. I, I want to get something in real quick only because I made a New Year's resolution and I bought a full page ad and the Chronicle for Sunday, and you can see it right there for those of you who can't see it. And I talk a little bit about myself and my family. I'm uh, promoting the radio show, and it says, Have you made your New Year's resolution? Stay tuned in the New Year to hear mine. Because I, like you, am sort of taking on a new journey very, very soon, Ivan, and you'll hear more about that from me oh, I wait. but i want to go back wait. but i want to go back to you because i got another minute here what are your priorities what do you think needs to be done there in that district well you know for those that uh, don't know me i'm a compassionate businessman and experienced public servant um one of the priorities is to fight crime only in the Sharpstown has one of the highest crime rates and obviously the entire city of houston needs a very strong economy i believe also that our children are deserving of like 
a really impactful education, a safe environment, and a future full of opportunity. This country, as you know, a little bit of my story, my family fled the social narco, a socialist narco terroristic uh, Colombia in the late 80s, and we came to the land of opportunity. And just like you, Gilbert, I love Houston. Amen. And I'm a person that gets things done. And I'm going to get things done because I want to see Houston at the very top, Gilbert. You know what? I, I apologize. I did not know you were uh, Colombian. Um, so I, sure. I appreciate you telling me. I apologize. I did not know. And, you know, Ivan, I know you. You are active, and I know you will give 120% of your heart and soul and life and attention and everything to the city. You already do, and you're not even elected. That's what's a beautiful thing. Ivan, I'm going to give you the last word. we got about 30 seconds here. What, what's your last word you want to say? No, I just, uh, you know, Gilbert, uh, we don't need titles to get things done around the city of Houston. I've worked in Congress. I've worked in the mayor's office. I found the largest millennial organization in the entire nation. And this is why that I'm running for the city of Houston. Because with the resources for a district that was created as a Latino opportunity district, I believe that we can get things done for District J. So please go visit www.voteivansanchez.com to see my full agenda. And if you want to RSVP for my event this Saturday, Gilbert. Saturday, 2 o'clock, where again? At 5610, uh, 5610 uh, Richmond Avenue, the Post Oak Ice House. Post Oak Ice, ha- Ice House. There you go, Mr. Ivan. Ivan, thank you for joining us. We're about to lose the radio broadcast. So for those of you who are tuning in on social media, please stay with us. And those of you who are cutting out on the radio, we thank you for listening to another episode of A Tip from Gilbert. And don't key up the music just yet, Mr. Producer. And, of course, we'll see you next time. Let me know when we're off uh, radio there, Mr. Producer. All right. So those of you who are now on social media, uh, we're just going to have a few more words here with our guests because, Michael, it's been, a, it's been a wonderful thing. So go back. How much does it cost? So, so 5K, a timed 5K is only $20. And what does right? that mean? You, you've used that word timed. It means that you're going to wear a bib that has a, a chip on it. And when you cross the, the start line and when you cross the finish line, your time is going to be officially recorded. And what does that mean or matter? I mean, well, is that- if you're, if you're a, uh, if you're a competitive runner, it means that you have an official time that you can place up against any other of your 5Ks, your personal bests, et cetera, to know how you actually ran this particular 5K route. And, Interesting. Uh, and so if you're going to be uh, getting um, into other races, et cetera, you want to have that timed race. Mm-hmm. Very and, interesting. And so let me ask you this. So it's going to be Steps for Students. It's going to be, give us that date one more time. Saturday, February 11th. Saturday, February 11th. That's right. It starts at? Uh, it starts at well, the Coming match starts at start 7 a.m. 7 a.m. And, and the race is going to be uh, an hour, hour 8.30. 8.30. And then the events will be going on so most of the day. 10, after 10 in the morning. It, no, it actually wraps up before noon. So but, about but, noonish. Yeah, but your, your opportunity to come out and enjoy with others and spend the entire morning doing something that is a great family event uh, that raises funds and awareness. Now, I mentioned there's other price structures. Go so ahead, if go ahead. You, If you're going to do an untimed race, uh, untimed is $18, uh, 17 uh, for the family fun run. And then if you're just going to stay at home, hit snooze, and want to support your school, uh, that's a $20 uh, fund as well. For well, at the end of the day, it's a great cause. It is. Because, the, again, we support public schools, but those of us who want to have a faith-based education, uh, which, of course, was so good for my boys in particular, um, that's what Catholic schools and other parochial schools are all about. That's right. And so, all right, Houston, I'm going to give our guest, Michael, the last word. And again, don't forget the MLK Parade. Don't forget Steps for Students. Don't forget to make your New Year's resolution. Don't forget to go see Ivan make his announcement. I'll be talking more about my own New Year's resolutions and what I'm going to be doing here soon enough. And I'll be playing next week some of the great Martin Luther King speeches. And on the actual parade date, I may do another uh, episode where we'll be doing it remote and interview people on the long side of the parade. I think I'm going to work that out again. So, Mike, I'm going to give you the last word. Last word. You know what, uh, Gilbert? You made something uh, really apparent, that we have to have a goal, a purpose, something to shoot for. And in 2023, 
I hope that uh, everyone finds it in themselves to serve, find a way to serve others in a manner that they would like to be served. Because if we do that, we're going to do the best for the, the most people. And in, in this case, I, I do encourage people to take the time out, come out to Steps for Students. If your goal is to lose weight, is your goal to get healthy, if your goal is just to be with other people, this is an opportunity to do that and to support something that does great things for the intellectual growth of, of kids as well as the spiritual growth. Amen. Well, you heard it here first, Houston. Let's key up that music again, my silly song that I love. Christmas, Christmas time is near. Time for toys and time for cheer. We've been good, but we can't last. Hurry Christmas, hurry fast. Want a plane that loops salute me? I want a hula hoop. We can hardly stand the wait. Please, Christmas, don't be late. I always love Alvin. Alvin! Those are like my sons. Come on, Dad. Let's let's do it again. Wait a minute, boys. Those are like my kids. Me and my kids. All right, Houston. That's the last Christmas song till next December. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia of a Talk from Gilbert, Talk, Inspiration, and Prayer, with, of course, Michael, my guest from the Archdiocese. We had Roman earlier from the Archdiocese. We had a lot of callers. Thank you for calling in. We have our great producers. And let me just wish everyone a wonderful 2023, and we'll see you next time. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ, 1360 a.m. and streaming live on kwwj.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK, 1140 a.m. and streaming live on kyokradio.org. KCOH, 1230 a.m., The Source. On San Geek Radio, 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio, 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then.